how to prioritise your stakeholders. This was a question that Cameron Forsyth has given me um, to reflect on and I thought it would be really useful uh, to share my answers uh, to his question. Um, so how do you prioritise your stakeholders? So initially, kind of what are stakeholders? Well, in essence, really, they are everyone who has a vested interest in how your organisation performs. So they come in many shapes and guises, um, many, really many descriptions. Uh, for me, I kind of start with stakeholders as being sort of on two levels. One is internal stakeholders, so that can be management team, that can be your peers and colleagues, that can be people who work for you. Um, and externally, this can be customers, this can be um, suppliers to your organisation, it can be the community around where your organisation is based, uh, it could be the media, it can be influencers. So a whole range of different people um, in different sort of you know, perspectives of how they view your organization and that really is the key thing when as marketers or communicators or business owners we think of you know who are our stakeholders we often really identify with um, people who you know potentially are sort of quite similar to us really and we kind of generally fall into the trap of viewing the world through our own eyes and, and just interpreting you know that they are sort of seeing it and feeling it and experiencing it in the same way that we would but of course that isn't the case even if we just think of our own organization if we think of our accountant or our financial director for example their take and their perspective of what we are doing as an organization or as a team or as an individual is going to be very much based around the financials now that might sound glaringly obvious but to a lot of us we, we kind of forget that and then we start to talk our own language to them now, of course, this is a, a simple example because, you know, if we're saying that there are many, many different types of stakeholders, the point is what we have to do is really think of their different perspectives because a lot of the time they are pulling us in different directions. So, for example, if a customer was one of your stakeholders, and undoubtedly they will be because they do have a vested interest in how your products and services and your organisation performs, um, it may well be that you know, they need to have the support and, and service of your organisation into the future to maybe support the product um, that they've actually purchased so of course they want you to be successful and a good organization to um, be helpful and following up um, sort of post-purchase now, of course, if that is the case, you know, they have a very, very specific take on kind of how you're performing. Um, they want you to be successful, but not too successful because they want you to be focusing on them and not new customers. And often, you know, we see examples of organizations who will incentivize new customers and, and typically in telecoms and sort of Internet. Um, we see this a lot of the time in utility companies, um, you know, a lot of investment and incentives um, to join um, as a new customer. Um, often to the detriment of existing customers who have been loyal for many, many years and you know, they rarely see those same sort of price discounts and special offers. So of course they have a very, very specific um, sort of angle that they're coming from, so they have very particular needs. So that's customers pulling you in one direction, so as an organisation obviously you want to be serving those customers. But think of the other people and other individuals, the other stakeholders who potentially are pulling you in an opposite direction. So think of 
maybe um, investors, for example. Now, yes, they obviously want similar kinds of things to your customers, but they want to see some kind of value return. So they want to see potentially a financial return, which I'm sure they will as um, certainly part of that relationship. Um, so they want to see you making good profits, which isn't necessarily always in line with customers who want to see you reinvesting a lot of those profits in terms of, you know, improvements, service upgrades, all of those kinds of things which benefit them. So we've got to take a very, very clear perspective over each of these uh, stakeholders. And when we start to create a, a marketing plan, we really must start to consider all of them and each of their individual um, perspectives because they will potentially be pulling us in a, in a very different direction. Now, of course, each of them, um, in essence, really speak a different language. And my example a little earlier of the finance director, they will speak a finance-focused language, which if you're, for example, in the marketing team, that's probably not the language you're speaking. So if you start talking about things like... Um, you know, brand awareness. Um, well, where's the financial perspective of that? If you start talking about um, customer lifetime value, which obviously has um, a numeric and financial um, perspective, then that will be something that is far more likely to resonate with the finance director or your accountant. So understanding their perspective and understanding the kind of language that they're speaking is vitally important when you start to think about your stakeholders, even before you begin to prioritise them. Now, if they have a different language and a different perspective, each of them, of course, is defining the value of your activity and your work and your company in a different way. So they're each going to define what we might term return on investment, and that could be investment of money. It's probably investment of time and, and energies as well. So the ROI definition, the return on investment definition, again, is going to be different for each one. So if we now kind of take that as, as a given that you know, they are coming from different perspectives, they're defined very differently, they're potentially going to pull you in different directions, then we need to start to focus in on, okay, well, which ones are we going to prioritise? Because if they're all important, well, that's going to be a nigh and impossible task to serve them at an equal level. So we need to start prioritising which ones are most important. So we start this kind of consideration with our strategic marketing objectives. So what is it that we are trying to achieve as an organization so strategic we're meaning in the medium to longer term and so now we can start to think well okay which of those stakeholders that we've defined and remember these are everyone who has a vested interest in how the organization performs so which of these most closely align with these marketing goals and maybe then we can start to almost put them into a priority order so maybe sort of creating like a league table um, and doing this on a binary decision-making process in other words stakeholder one are they more or less likely to align with our marketing goals than stakeholder two? And so then we've got an order. Stakeholder three, are they more or less likely than stakeholder two to align with our marketing goals and more or less likely than stakeholder one? So we're starting to kind of make this sort of one-to-one -one decision because otherwise it's a very, very hard uh, thing to do, prioritization. So now we can start to think, well, okay, that's kind of alignment, but the big question really comes then to really start to get to a sort of more detailed level of prioritization is if you could only serve value to one stakeholder in this list in this coming year, who would it be? 
So if you had to narrow it down to one, now I can imagine if you're going through this process, you'd be thinking, that's not possible. You know, we can't just serve value to one, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you could only serve value to one stakeholder this year, which one would it be? And it probably is the one, potentially, who is most closely aligned with your strategic marketing objectives. Then, having decided which is the first one, then consider all of the rest of the stakeholders in your list and ask the same question. With the remaining ones, if you could only serve value to one of these remaining ones in this next year, which one would it be? And then ask the same question again and again and again until you've satisfied all of your stakeholders and now you have them in this initial priority list. So that's a good starting point, but that probably isn't the final answer. Because now you need to start considering the difficulty of serving their expectations.